On this episode of The Mompreneur Show, I'm talking to Raquel Ramirez. She's a wife, a mother to three boys, and an online social media coach for female entrepreneurs. I've known Raquel for a number of years, and she's such an inspiration to me, so I'm so excited for you to hear her story. I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mompreneurs. Thank you so much for joining us. Raquel, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me, Vicky. I too have been following you for the last couple of years. It's it's been a wonderful journey and I'm so happy that we connected online and uh, we kind of like grew together, I would say, online, right? Yes. Yes, we connected on social media. Yeah, and that's the power of social media. Made the most amazing friends on social media, and one of them is you. So I'm really thankful for you. So Raquel, would you like to share um, your story of maybe where you are now, and then what it took you to get where you are today? Okay, so like you mentioned before, I did start at, on at real estate right around when the bubble was, it was really hot, real estate was really hot. And so it was really uh, fun and really easy to make a really comfortable living. However, the the bubble burst right around the time I gave birth to my first son, Rockford. And mm-hmm. I had, yeah, I kind of felt like it was the right time to kind of stay home. It was always something that my husband and I wanted to do was for me to stay home with my kids. So I did that. I stayed home. And in the process of doing that, I always knew that when I went back to the workforce, I was going to be my own boss because I had owned a real estate company and I was really happy doing that. I mean, it's hard work. Don't get me wrong. It's hard work, but you still call the shots and you're still reporting to yourself. So I knew I wanted to do that. So I I went back to get my master's degree. And in the process of doing that, I thought, oh, how clever of me to have my thesis on how to integrate social media into your business strategy. Well, this was 2013. So at the time, social media was still kind of like a luxury department for businesses. It wasn't so much a a must have, you know. So I thought that was really savvy of me thinking, yeah, people should incorporate social media. And right around that time, I had, mind you, I was in the process of getting my master's degree and I wanted to eventually start my own bridal shop because, you know, I used to sell houses, so then dresses, kind of the same thing, right? It's it's a big purchase. So I thought I had it in my mind to have a bridal shop. That was what I was going to do. And in the process of doing that, I had a friend reach out to me telling me she wanted her dad needed help with some of his uh, business social media work. And she said, we have a knack for social media. So will you help him? Will you hear him out? So I did. I went over, I sat with him and in retrospect, I can kind of see what I was kind of helping him do was a social media strategy. But at the time I just thought, this is all I know about social media. I didn't even know the actual name for like a person who did that. And so he wanted me, he hired me on to do his social media stuff. And so I went back and forth with this idea of doing this bridal shop. And I just felt that, um, I made like a ton of bricks. I just felt like that wasn't what was going to be for me. I felt, um, God just told me that's just not going to be it. It just didn't suit the dynamics of my fa- my family and the dynamics of my family. So I thought, okay. I guess the bridal shop is not going to happen. It's just not going to be conducive to how we run our family. And so that door was closed and I was kind of like, well, now what? (laughs) I've been going to school. What am I going to do? 
And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Um, I have this, I already have a client for social media, so maybe I should explore that. And so I did. I started um, kind of looking into a little bit more about social media. And I have a, a real dear friend, Megan, who always says, you know, Raquel, when you dive into something, you dive into 110%. So I gave it 110%. I, I went online and I searched for, you know, a social media management school. And I did. I found social media manager school. And it's been an amazing investment. It's been just a priceless community. And um, it's it's ran by uh, Andrea Vall and Phyllis Carr. And I tell you, they're just a plethora of uh, just genius experts in that group. So I felt more comfortable and confident to pursue that. And I started as a social media manager and quickly found that even though I really appreciate the back end of running all the social media managers and all entrepreneurs should really know what happens in the background, I felt that there was one area of me that just wasn't nourishing my soul. And I think that had to do a lot with being on one-on-one with people, connecting with people, you know, whether it's live or, or virtual. I really love being in front of people and and training and teaching and speaking to them. So slowly but surely, I think those opportunities kind of came about and I started uh, being uh, asked to speak in different places. <laughs> Ironically, I had brokers reach out to me in, in uh, real estate to go back to their offices <laughs> and teach social media. So, you know, it's one of those things when you have a small business or you're a solopreneur, you can really stay nimble and fluid with how the amalgamation of your of your brand kind of evolves your business. And so where I thought, okay, I'm going to be dealing with realtors and that's what I'm going to, I'm going to serve. And then it changed. Okay. I'm going to deal with, you know, moms. Okay. I'm going to deal with female entrepreneurs. So I think I kind of felt my comfortable place now working with female entrepreneurs. It's been just such a blessing to me to be able to help them. And it, and then I am, I also teach at an adult school teaching other solopreneurs or um, how to use social media for the business. So in a long, in a long, that's a long way of saying that's kind of how I got started to where I am today. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. So some of the, uh, some of the story that you said, I did not know about. So thank you so much for sharing. So, it's very interesting. You wanted, you finally made up your mind to go into social media. And that's the thing, Raquel, I feel like, wasn't that like the hardest time in your life? Like when you're like trying to figure out the direction where to go. And I feel like there's so many moms in that. I mean, so many entrepreneurs in general in that phase. And like, I've been in that phase so many times. And I remember, I remember talking to a few entrepreneurs and I was like, this is so weird. Like, I hate being here. Like, I'm trying to decide what, to, what direction to take. And one, I don't remember who it was. It was at um, Good Life Project Camp a few years ago. And he said, well, Vicky, what do you mean? He's like, this is the entrepreneurial life. Like, you always have to figure out what's next. Like, that's the thing is that in a few years later, you're going to... I mean, you're going to figure out what you're going to do right now. And a few years later, you're going to come to the same same spot. You're going to wonder, okay, what direction should I go now? He's like, it's always about like making that decision. So I really appreciate you sharing that because I feel like it's, oh, it's a really bad place to be. And it's a really hard and challenging place. But once you do decide that's what you're going to do, it feels so good. It feels, you feel so, um, 
so clear on where you're going. But then, um, if so if you're in that stage right now as a mompreneur, like trying to figure out what's the next step in my business or what is, how do I create a business or what is the business that I want to create? Like, don't fret. Like, just go deep inside, pray about it. Like, really ask yourself, what is it that you want to do? Because you already know deep inside, you just have to find it. And so I really appreciate you sharing that. So now, you go into social media management. You went to that school. Can you tell us a little bit about that school? Because um, social media management is not like a thing where you have to go to business school to get a degree in. It's just something that you can learn at home and learn on your own terms. And it's interesting that you mentioned you went to school because that's very smart because I didn't go to school. I just went to like the... Um, VA training, which is virtual assistance training. And I learned like everything all across the board techie. Um, but it wasn't specifically to management, social media management. And I learned a lot through um, error, trial and error. <laughs> and so like, I am so I applaud you for doing that. And can you share us about like the school? And what was your experience like? Maybe that, uh, that amount of investment that you had to make. And you said that it was all worth it. Can you share us a, a little bit about that? Because I'm, I'm sure there's so many moms here. Like, it's such a great place to start, like, who are social media savvy. Yeah. And first of all, there is, like, if you go to college or community college, there's going to be the social media departments or social media majors. But it's going to be mo mostly in theory because they're teaching it more at, like, in a corporate level of how you kind of incorporate social media into like, a bigger brand, mm -hmm. uh, not so much the solopreneur journey. So if you're thinking about venturing on with your business and pursuing uh, social media management, then social media management school, and this is with, again, Andrea Ball and uh, uh, Phyllis Carr, who are influencers in social media. I mean, they're one of the big people in social media and they have, I mean, that aside, all the connections that you have with them, but essentially it's, it's uh, their modules. And as uh, the years progress, I mean, I've took it in 2013. Um, we had, I think it was like six modules and every module takes you, you start from uh, how to attain clients. You know, what do you do mm. to clients to what kind of uh, management um, tools do you use to help you stay organized to what are the strategies for, let's say the big social media platforms like Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, um, how to, to really leverage those platforms. So when you're done with the course, you, then you take a, a test and then you get a certification, which is really neat. Then you get to uh, get this really cool emblem that you display on your website. But that is only half of the win, I thought. Because the other half came when you get this family, this community of, of, mm -hmm. of people and every year, cause they open it once a year and, and they give you two options. I believe one is right now to take it live with the, with the class is starting it, or there's the other option to take it on your own. And for me, I, I, I took it on my own back in 2013 because I was also trying to finish my master's degree and I was really excited to do this. And so. Uh, but yeah, so it just depends what kind of uh, student you are and how you your time is managed and how you manage your time. Because, of course, we have kids and things get tricky. So 
yeah, so it's just up to you how you want to take the course. But then I really want to um, focus on the community because the community you come, belong to, which I think it's coming to like almost 900 people, you have all these people who specialize in different areas. You might discover that you want to focus on SEO or you want to focus on Google AdWords or you want to focus on just Facebook ads. Whatever your strength is or your interest is, you could dive into that. And if a customer client comes to you and says, well, I really want to explore Pinterest and let's say, or you're going to do a presentation on Pinterest, which by the way happened to me. And I wasn't really savvy on Pinterest. And I had one of the women in the group who is actually an influencer, Cynthia uh, Sanchez. She reached out to me and said, Hey, I'll sit with you in Skype and I will help you out. And I just thought, Oh my goodness. Like when else would I, you know, somebody reach out to me. I know Kim Garz is in that group too. And so I just felt like, oh my goodness, not to mention again, Andrea Ball and Phyllis Carr. I have access to them, which is really in, in you know, today's day and age, it's really hard to yeah. just say, hey, stop and listen to me. <laughs> and this is, and they've just been super encouraging when creating our own uh, products and creating your website, just to kind of direct you and handhold you almost and really, really supporting you and encourage you. And that is really what you need when you're starting something. Mm, that's it's, true. It's scary. And you're like, yeah. what the heck am I doing? Am I a loser? Why did I start this? I think my, my investment on it, I think at the time was like $297, I think. Mm -hmm. And it evolved. They've added a lot more. Um, and there's this two price points, which is one for the live one, or if you're taking it on your own. Um, and I think they just closed the doors, but it, I'm sure Vicky, we could share the link to that. So that yeah. next they can open, they open their doors and, and they want more information on that. Absolutely. Thank you so much Raquel, for sharing that. Um, it, it's a huge step. And so like, if you're literally at zero, that's something that um, uh, our viewers can look into. Now, so when you join that, um, that group, the community, I agree. The community is a huge part of success. Um, I feel the same way, like to have influencers really take interest in you and help you out is incredible. And it feels so good. And I pray that I never forget where I came from and that that I do the same to those who are starting out. So now um, going back a little bit. So how did you start getting clients? Because that's the biggest thing. Okay, you have the ed education, you have, you have what it takes, you have the knowledge, you have the tools. But what is your first step to getting the clients? Okay, so first and foremost, I used a lot of the same applications that I did when I was starting a real when I was a real estate, mm -hmm. you know, agent. And the first thing they tell you is, let people know what you're doing because just because you started this new venture doesn't mean everybody's already going to know. Exactly. So get it out there and, and let your friends and family know, because honestly, when you're just getting started, it's going to be scary. You're going to do your pro bono work. You're going to do things for free. You're going to mess up a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you, you want to just let people know what you're doing and when they're your friends and family, they'll be a little bit more graceful and more, a little bit more patient with you because you are just starting. And so, Definitely do pro bono work, get out there and be comfortable in what you're doing, exploring. Um, I felt that I looked out, I got my first client before I even realized that I wanted to do social media. Mm -hmm. And then kind of from that, it kind of evolves. And I started getting serious with all my social media platforms. So I would encourage everybody to have a cohesive uh, social media uh, branding where your pictures look the same. You have the same handle on all of them and people can find you really easily and they could see, oh, it's the same person that I'm following on Instagram and on Twitter or on Facebook. 
And this way they get to see that you are, this is a, uh, an actual serious thing for you. You're a professional because a lot of people specifically in social media, if you're saying, Hey, I'm teaching social media, but yet your social media accounts yeah. look like there's no one there. And it's so funny. It happens so often because yes. it's so much easier to tell people what to do instead of doing it yourselves. So what was your, I guess, second client? How did you get your second client um, after you, um, you've done all the work and did the training? Yeah, I think uh, I got my website up and I think one of them kind of trickled in through my website. So kudos to SEO and just having your keyword search there and being able to be found. And this I do have to point out when you are creating your website, you do have to take your about page very, uh, I guess, to heart to heart because when people go to your website your home your your about page is the number the second place that they will go to they want to make that connection when you're a social media manager you will be dealing with the person directly so they have to be able to trust you and like you and kind of and know you so your about page really helps them to to get to know you quickly and if you're able to to place a video there that's great because then they actually get to see you and hear you and see if they're going to be good be able to get along with you and so your story that you place there in your about page. I think that's something that I really, really took a, a, uh, my time in doing is crafting my story on my about page because I wanted people to connect with me. I wanted them to hear my story and I wanted them to see I'm a mom, I have kids and this is what I'm doing. Um, and I think there was a, a, a girl who reached out to me and she's still my client today that said, I got, yeah, I reached out to you because of your about page. I loved what you said. And so I didn't have to sell myself and didn't really talk about my expertise. It just talks about me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that is sort of media is one person connecting with another person. And in, in doing so, you formed a, a like trust factor. And if you don't have the trust factor in there, then you're not going to get the business. That's and so true. That's so true, Raquel. And um, the SEO experts say that the about about me page is the number one page that um, people go to on a website. So your about me page is practically the number one page that people go to to look at and check you out. So thank you so much for sharing that message. Now, and about being personal and like telling your story and clients buying from you or hiring you based solely on that. It's completely true. I've experienced that myself. Um, you know how like I used to do a whole bunch of YouTube videos and I've actually had one of the clients who reached out to me from YouTube said, I watched all your videos. And when I came to this specific video, I knew that you were the right fit for me and I'm hiring you based on that, like literally. And that video wasn't even about training. It was just like a Merry Christmas type of video. So that's very interesting. So I think that it's very important for, for us to really show our true self and show our personality, our beliefs, our, our, um, our core, core values. And I think that, um, you really truly attract the right person. So now Raquel, let's, let's move forward a little bit and, how how did you manage going for your master's degree and doing the training and getting the social media clients while raising a family? Tell us a bit about that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm crazy. <laughs> okay, we already know that. Okay, yeah, okay, we already know that. Yeah, I think um, my husband is an amazing man. You know, he knows me and um, that's one of my priorities is to cultivate that marriage with my husband. And 
I think he actually was the one that suggested it. He was um, in working for that college and he said, why don't you go get your master's degree? And, you know, you, you only have to pay this much because I work for them. And, and I just thought, okay, yes, I was pregnant with my third kid. I was raising two and I start, so I took on this master's degree and right when I was finishing, I had my newborn and I dived into social media management school. And, and I, I wouldn't suggest everybody do that because everybody is different. Um, everybody's level of, of, I guess, attention is different or the family dynamics is what I'm going to say is the most important. It comes down to what you and your husband or your family is what is going to work for your family dynamics. And for us, it kind of worked. I would put the kids in their, you know, nap or activities. And then when they would be kind of laying down or kind of playing amongst themselves, then that's when I would focus on that. Or when my husband was with the kids, then I would focus on my work. And we kind of just, um, I, I learned to do it and created a, um, like a schedule, a mini schedule, which is adaptable, of course, because you have kids. Um, but then that's what kind of made it work um, to, to do that. But I would think it is a family effort. It's not something that you could just say, well, I'm, for me, at least, it was like, I'm not, I'm going to do this. And you guys just have to deal with it. It was more like, we're going to do this. I mean, my husband was the one that kind of encouraged me to do this. So we said, okay, let's figure out how this is going to work. And, and it did. It, it worked. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that because the family dynamics is so important. And I talk about this all the time is because we're often like, especially in this world day and age right now, we're, we're taught like, you know, we women, we're so powerful. We can do anything. Yes, it's true. We are powerful. We can do anything. But the message that is often perceived is that if you want to do whatever you want to do, your business or whatever, like it's either you or the highway. So it's like a lot of women now say it's like, hey, it's either me or the highway. Like it's either my way um, or or deal with it, like you, like you mentioned. But I think it's so important to also think about your family dynamics. Like, okay, what, how is my husband, um, is he supporting me on this? How are the children? Am I able to... Uh, give the time and attention to them that I want or will my business take it, take it away? And I often tell people like, I'm doing this show because my husband and I are on the same page. Now, if I would want to do the show so bad and my husband was like, you know, honey, you know, I don't think this is the right step for us in this season. Like I would not do it because the support of my husband is way more important to me than any accomplishment. And so Thank you so much for sharing that. It's it's such a huge message to tell all the moms out there. And, you know, the moms who are married to husbands who are maybe not super supportive about their uh, online business or whatever they're trying to do, uh, bear with it. You know, I think that communication is so important and c- continue con- to communicate with your husband and really put him first as he's supposed to be first, uh, I feel like, in the marriage and um, really stress that how how much how much you want to do it and communication is so important, but never, never do never go um, against what your family dynamics is. So I really, uh, Raquel, that, that was really powerful. I really appreciate you for sh- sharing that. Now um, you mentioned the time, like how, how you manage the time and, and you mentioned that you have uh, some kind of schedule and what do you use? What kind of, what does your schedule look like? And then what are some maybe apps or hacks that you use that help you manage your time? Yeah, well, I, I'm very much the time, I'm old school. I like my planner, my physical planner. Um, 
and I try to you know, schedule everything in and it has to be, you know, it's our family planner as well. You know, I have to make sure that my husband's schedule and, and my kids schedule, everything kind of jives together in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kids were in school. So it was just for me, it was just getting my master's degree and then studying social media. And I didn't have a lot of projects going on at the same time. And then, you know, of course, the bulk of the time was tending the kids and the chores of my home. Now it's kind of changed a little bit. And this is important to to acknowledge as a mompreneur is that you will have different seasons. You will have different chapters in your life. Some seasons will be harder than others. Some seasons will be like, I can't do anything more. And another season is going to say, how can I bless somebody else? So just know, just hang in there. Sometimes you can only give this much to your business and sometimes you'll be able to give this much. And you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you're blessed that other people are going to come along and help you and the weight of your work is going to be a lot lighter so in this season in my life I have two kids in school and I have a little one who goes to preschool twice a week and Mm -hmm. I just try to do any any type of work work is going to get done when the little one's in preschool anything like that's home related and the kids are around I will do it and kind of be around them getting you know chores done but I think you and your like you were saying your family your husband need to really be on the same pace as far as what is priority in the home and in my home is well there's needs to be food (laughs) you know we need to eat we need to have uh clothes washed but maybe the bathrooms don't get washed as often because you know we can actually live with dirty toilets but we can't live without food so i think that's also important um i think you mentioned something vicky does i think it's super important is to have that communication with your husband so that you know all that he knows how much you value what you're pursuing and that he knows that you're not putting that before him and so it makes it easier for him to come along and support you um so i have i have a in my office, I have a, a family organizer where I do keep all the things um, in a bigger picture of what's everybody's activities. And um, as far as tools, tools, I think it's just my iPhone. Anything that is like on a schedule, like at my kids' appointments, and I put it on my iPhone so that it can beep off because that is a priority. Like I need to get the kids to the dentist. I need to get the kids to the doctor. I need to get the kids to wherever they need to be. But if it's something like for my business, of course, it's not going to be dinging off my phone. Maybe it's something that I write down on my to-do list. And in those, to quote um, Beth Ann Schwamberger from Brilliant Business Mom, she has a book about um, doing your business and doing a lot of chores in the margins of your life, which is when you're not, as a mom, you're not with your children or you're not tending to your children. Those become the margins of your life. And it's during those times when I try to just bang out anything in work related or anything at home. So, Mm. you know, one size doesn't fit all. I know my system might not be conducive to somebody else's system, but I think just like one planner doesn't work for everybody, but it's just a matter of what's going to work for your style of productivity and for your family dynamics. Hmm. All right. So thank you for, for sharing that. And I love Beth Ann, a huge fan of hers as well. And we're going to get her on the show one day, one of these days too. So um, thank you for mentioning her. And now we talked about all these great things that you did and the way how you're practically a super mom. Now let's talk a little bit about the challenges that you faced. Um, so what are maybe some mistakes that you've made challenges and how you overcame them? I'd love if you could share. Oh, tons of them. <laughs> Uh, just trying to think, I think I started just being an overachiever and everything because 
I dived and I and I wanted to 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 share this because I think um, a lot of the times and when we're starting, we kind of get our, overwhelm ourselves with all this stuff that's out there, webs, tools, um, webinars, and all these books and blogs. And and I think we kind of just get inundated with all this stuff and it's a stressor. And that stressor is gonna kind of manifest itself with everything else that you do. Yeah. So I this was a suggestion that was given to me when I was starting is stop. Stop with all the webinars. Stop with all these things. Stop signing up for stuff. Just stop. Focus on maybe one or two people that are really in line with what you're trying to pursue, mm-hmm. that are really going to feed whatever it is the need you have in that moment, and then declutter yourself from all this noise. Because that noise is going to just cause you to stress out like you're not enough, like you're not doing enough for your business. And as a result, I learned the hard way because I was, I was like, I got to have my blog post, you know, every other week, I got to have my newsletter every other week, I got to have this. And I was running everything like a wild oil machine, but then I I was tired. I was stressing out. I was spazzing out. And as a result, like there's things that you have to see that there's going to be action steps that are going to be immediate, immediately money making actions. And then there's some other actions that are long term um, money uh, generate money making actions. So something like a blog or a newsletter, unless you're selling something in the moment, is that going to immediately make money? It's that's more of a long-term investment. Mm-hmm, However, if you have, you're creating a product that it's ready to purchase. If you're creating a course that people are going to attend, if you're creating uh, your actual product that you're selling and you've got to get it out or you're managing a, 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 a client's account like that, those are money making actions that are priority. Those other things are not priority. And so when you're starting, it's, it's very important to try to differentiate what is a money-making action that I absolutely need to do and what is something that is in the long run. So when, you, when you're a mom, you don't have all this time available to you. Mm-hmm. You be able to prioritize those tasks that are going to be the, that are going to weigh more heavily on your revenue right now. And so I think for me, it was yeah, getting so distracted with long term that I missed all these like what is the low hanging fruit. So don't um, negate those lo- the low hanging fruit because you're so caught up with wanting to keep up with uh, the status quo, what everybody else is doing. So I think that that caused me a lot of discouragement along the way. Mm, oh my goodness. I can so relate to that. And um, I think people, um, some mamas watching can totally relate as well. Is that um, all these trainings, all these webinars, like, oh, so-and-so is teaching on this. So-and-so is teaching on that. But it's so important to have to, like a rule for me is called, um, a rule that I've implemented is called just-in-time learning, which is like, okay, what am I focusing right now in my business? That's what I'm going to learn about if I need to. So, for example, um, if I'm trying, okay, just trying to um, learn Facebook ads, um, I'm only going to like watch maybe a webinar or two or listen to a podcast based on that topic. I used to be so obsessed with podcasts. That's all I would do. Like the, I, earbuds, like 24-7. Well, not 24-7, but you know what I mean. Like always listening to podcasts. But where's the implementation? So I feel like when you are listening or um, or watching something or reading something based on what you're 
what you're applying it, I think it's much more effective because you can apply that information right away versus just putting everything into your head and having it be in your head. So I really appreciate that. And Sharon from, from Eden and Faith said the advice is golden. Thank you. So Raquel, that was, that was really great. Um, moms are reacting to um, the advice that you've given us. And I really, really appreciate you for sharing that. Um, now we are literally almost out of time and, and you've, you've added so many thrown so many value bombs here. So I really, really appreciate that. So let's uh, finish up and, um, and share what are some of the online tools that help you organize your business and life. And I know you mentioned your calendar, your iPhone. What is it about your iPhone that you love? What are some uh, maybe um, tools that you use to make your life easier, to make your social media management easier? Yeah. So if for the people that are interested in, in managing their own social media accounts or want to pursue a social media management uh, uh, venture, I highly recommend that these are my go-to tools and they vary in price, but you're going to see some of them are totally worth every single dime. Mm -hmm. And my first and foremost go-to is I'm going to give a shout out to Laura Roder, Roder, um, and she has me Edgar and man, it, at first it was hard to give up those 50 bucks a month, but you know what? I can't hire an assistant to pay you 50 bucks a month. And what that tool does for me, it, and basically has some, a feature in it that is like no other. And um, so that is one of my go-to tools if you're thinking of pursuing social media management. Another one is Hootsuite. Hootsuite is awesome for managing your social media accounts and to help you curate new uh, uh, content. So that's another go-to. Um, there's Pablo from Buffer that helps you create your great visuals. Canva that also helps you create beautiful visuals and helps you just everything to look very professional and very on brand. So for me, those are my hacks because I can go to, oh, and don't eat, and I have so many for um, just mobile um, that um, you can use whether you're creating video or whether you're editing uh, photos. There's so many apps that are available on your mobile that you can either decide where do you want to manage your social media on your phone, on your desktop. They're both they're in both places so it's really it's really awesome um to be able to explore these uh, tools that are out there because people always ask me like how can you get all this done it's like i get my stuff done and my clients so you can definitely do this it's just streamlining and finding these using these tools and then you know incorporating them into your social media strategy and then that's it you just turn them on and you just let them go and I have to, um, I have to brag a little bit about me, Edgar, as well. And um, it's such an incredible platform. And what you do is literally just create a whole bunch of um, either quotes, graphics, um, some of the things like, I mean, Sharon, you've been posting like things like, um, come, we have new things or, or, you know, something about your boutique. And you literally put all of that in a bucket. And what me Edgar does is just take stuff out of the bucket and just post it on social media for you. And then he doesn't take it out of the bucket and throw it away. He actually takes it, uses it and put it, puts it back and then lets you know which updates are, are better converting than others. And I mean, it's absolutely incredible. It's super fancy. Um, I'm a huge fan of Laura Roder and I don't know, Raquel, if you knew this, but Laura was like my 
first, my very first online entrepreneur that I've ever followed. And she's the one that actually taught me everything that I know right now. So like totally credit to Laura Roeder. I absolutely love I, I her. Agree. I think she was one of the first people that I followed. And because of her, she actually did LKR before for her social media. So yes. that's why I did my RMR social media. Oh. <laughs> like her. That's so I know it's so cute. We're so much alike, Ricky. <laughs> we are so much alike. And I've met Alora a few times um, at, at conferences and stuff. And I always have to like contain myself, like Vicky, chill out. Like it's, she's just like you, like, except, you know, she's been hustling a lot more and a lot longer. And, um, but yeah, the very first time I met her, I couldn't contain myself. I was like, OMG. Somebody said, Vicky, you should have seen your face when you met, when you saw Laura for the first time. That was funny. Anyway, um, thank you you so much, Raquel. I really, really appreciate you and for coming on. Uh, where can people find you? And then there's one more thing. Um, what was the um the thing that um you wanted people to get to share? I'm so sorry I'm being so awkward about that. To share as far as Yeah, the your little freebie. Sorry about that. Oh, oh, if they sign up for my newsletter, I'm gonna I'm creating uh, uh Instagram videos, the uh, how to's to get started on so on Instagram. So these are gonna be coming on a series. It's a it's a free mini video series that's gonna be coming up in the next um couple of weeks on my newsletter. So they can sign up for that. And, and where's that? Oh well they uh and we can share a link, I guess, on your website. Yeah. And, but yes, and it's also available if you go to my website at rmrsocialmedia.com. Mm-hmm. I just got to give a, a disclaimer that my website is under, it's getting revamped. So there's sections of it that are totally done and there's sections of it that are like, what is going on? So okay. I, am, I am totally aware of that. So just bear with me, but the homepage is done. So you're able to get um, signed up for the newsletter there and stay tuned for those um, free video series. And then as far as getting contact with me, I made it very easy. I tried to go get my name on every single social media platform. And it's at Raquel M as in mom Ramirez. And that's, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most active on Instagram, Facebook, and now Snapchat. Awesome, Raquel. I'm going to have to find you on Snapchat because that's been my go to social media because like so often like I'm not even on Instagram anymore because it has to be so perfected but on Snapchat it can be so real and just whatever just show your life so I really love Snapchat as well and if you totally hate where you how you look on Snapchat don't worry about it it only lives for 24 hours <laughs> I know right I love that totally and I especially love that feature like that the filter where your nose is big and your jaw is really tiny and your head is really tiny at the top like really narrow for some reason I really like that look so I've been doing some videos on that and my husband thinks I'm super silly but hey <laughs> all right Ra- Raquel thank you again so much for joining us I hope you enjoyed this episode with Raquel and please join us live next time every single Monday at 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern for more lively conversations just like this I'm your host Vicky Lashenko and this is the show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mompreneurs thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you next time <laughs>